WHO has been assessing this outbreak around the clock and we're deeply concerned both by the alarming levels of spread and severity and by the alarming levels of inaction. We have therefore made the assessment that COVID-19 can be characterized as a pandemic. Guys and gals, geeks and gamers, you're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to a very special global pandemic episode of the Nerd of Godcast, where we're going to be coughing up the fun and quarantining ourselves right here with you for the next few minutes. My name is Tony T, and we're going to talk about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because with me, as always, he is the best at being the worst. He is Steve-O Supremo. Rule number 32, enjoy the little things. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Twinkies. Yes, but not whatever the coconut ones are. Not snowballs. They're disgusting. I don't like coconut. Not too bad. It's not the taste. It's a mouthy feely thing. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, she is she is salty, she is sweet, and she is conveniently pocket-sized. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. Hello. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Uh, coronavirus and hi, Jackie, things that you don't want to say in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> One of them at least might be entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> they both will be, and they both will get you tackled. Indeed. <laughs> TSA don't appreciate jokes. Uh, moving right around the table, he is often imitated, never successfully duplicated, even in Chinese military-grade biologics labs. <laughs> uh, it is the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Don't worry, everybody. I got the Pedialyte, and I got the Pampers. <laughs> one to hydrate us, and one because they didn't have any more toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> they do not have toilet paper out there. Nope. Uh, and over in the booth, pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying, he is our own resident smart guy, Nick the Engineer. Hello. Hello, Nick. Least Mati is on assignment tonight. And for the rest of us, we are going to truck right into this thing. We're going to have a great time. We'd love for you to join the conversation. We want to hear what you have to say. This is a two-way conversation, you guys. Yeah. yeah. It's between yeah. us yeah. and thems. Speak. Speak. <laughs> so for all of the thems out there, for all of the UNs listening along, the best way for you to connect with us is to find us across all the social medias. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at Nerd of Godcast. You can send us an email at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com or you can find our blog online at nerdofgodcast.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated... Nope. Whimsical animated gifts with you. <laughs> Let's keep it alive. It's not the same. So creepy when you do it. And we, we also would love for you to join our Facebook small group. Get on there and have community with us. Uh, that is the Nerd of God squad on Facebook. Send us a request and we will let you in. We're a pretty indiscriminate bunch. Get in the Nerd of God squad. Live your dreams and share some memes. So, the world is pretty nuts right now. Oh, yeah. Just a yeah. wee bit. It's mostly just, America, but the world, yes. <laughs> no, but it's not, not mostly America. America hasn't seen anything yet. I mean, imagine uh, the way. Why, why mostly America? Because America's freaking out the most. Are they? That's what What's your basis of comparison? Uh, I know a couple people in Europe, and I know somebody who in Italy who they say, wow, it's crazy over here, like with how crazy the pandemic is, but we're not freaking out like America's freaking out. Well, I don't. do you feel freaked out right now? I don't feel freaked out, but the masses, there's mass hysteria. What, where's the masses? They're, the grocery store. They're, they're cleaning <laughs> out grocery stores. 
wearing gas masks. I don't I don't know about that. I think that I think that see that's the thing is that there's a sensationalism that comes with that. People love to point to freak out Americans, but most people are just trying to figure out what they're going to do with their kids that can't go to school for the next month. Yeah, you know? yeah. like I, there, there's no freak out. This, I mean, we're just not. Uh, we don't have the answers that we're looking for and right it, now. And it's crazy because, like in Florida, the governor just announced like they're scrapping uh, tests, standardized tests, mm-hmm. grades, um, graduation. Uh, Set, like what you need to graduate. Yeah. We're all homeschoolers now. That's all gone. Yep. So for this year, at least. Yeah. Uh, and and even kids, kids that are going to be graduating. Yeah, they're not going to be able to have their graduation ceremonies. Yeah. What's the? I don't know. What, I, I feel so bad. No, no senior safari. None of that. What the crap is a senior, yeah, safari? senior safari? It's like a senior trip. So senior safari was um, for Neff's high school, but that's not what all high schools call it. It's yeah. a senior trip. We went to Bush Gardens. That's why we call it senior uh, safari. But it's we went to Grad Bash uh, or Universal Grad yeah, Bash. Grad yeah. Bash. Yeah. I never, so, I never went. Stephen, what, what was your, what was your grad? How was grad bash my for grad, you? My grad bash. <laughs> I went to Cheeburger Cheeburger, and then we came back to the church and we played uh, cards. Still more than what the kids from 2020 are gonna get. That's right. Absolutely. I yeah. Did. So, I did grad bash and I went to New York. So. Ooh, look at wow. you, Nick. All fancy. Somebody is so cosmopolitan before, over there. Before the turn. It's Perry. Perry really wants to get their their students out there. <laughs> so the world is. A little crazy right now. Uh, we have a little friend that's popped up. His name is COVID nineteen. Gross. The uh, coronavirus. Get out of here. And he, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know th- this is the this is the sort of thing that we've we've been training for this our whole lives because we've seen <laughs> movies about this. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. we've we've seen these things happen w- w- in in all these different films and video games and stuff like that. And and whenever we're watching those things, the story just kind of rolls in and it just happens. But right now we're in those moments where it's like wow we could be in the beginning of one of these kind of movies mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you know you're starting to see like the news reports of this and this and this happening and as things start spreading and uh wow it just kind of feels very the last of us doesn't it mm-hmm. it does it does i was thinking about that today i was like i was like i remember the beginning of that game and how it starts normal and so something's off and then everything just kind of goes well. That now is obviously different because it's a fictional game, sure, and it's a zombie type thing. No but zombies. Like, it went from like zero to one hundred quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going from zero to one hundred a little slowly, yeah. but <laughs> where th- there's a slow rise to chaos. But, um, but it, it does have a weird, eerie. A slight eerie feeling right now. It is an eerie feeling, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, because you just don't know what's going to happen. And there's all these rumors, and people you're watching people try to handle it and 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 handle it with a staggering degree of ineptitude. Yes, <laughs> watching people. Some more so than others. Some, uh, you know, we, and Jackie, you can leave your politics at home right now. But <laughs> oh, this is politics aside. This is just in general. But if the shoe fits, yeah. Yeah. So and, and you're and you're watching and, and there's so many people that will are saying, well, it's not that big of a deal. You know, the symptoms are not really life-threatening it's just kind of a cough more like mm-hmm. flu-like most cup. yeah more people die of the flu more people die of starvation yeah but like i never caught starvation from someone yeah you know what i mean like i've never gotten on a plane with a hungry person and gotten off the plane going oh i'm so hungry what am i gonna do yeah. mm-hmm. um you know we we we're seeing this thing spreading and it's it's very invasive mm-hmm. very uh very life-changing and, and you're watching people man they're they're afraid mm-hmm. yeah fear is a very powerful thing when you see people living through it mm-hmm. and, and it started in in china and we've seen the the news stories. We saw, you know, hundreds of thousands of people were affected by this sort of thing. And we're watching these hospitals having to be built. And uh, and and that was kind of it. And then the next thing you know, it starts spreading. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it on cruise ships, and we're seeing it on. It's like, why is it that when people get sick, they want to just get in a plane mm-hmm. or get on a boat no. and and go 
and lick, should, lick all the doorknobs. I should go home to my family. Yeah, let's just let's just spread this whole thing around, you know? Yeah, like butter. Like butter. And I had a, a guy in my store the other day who had it in January, and he's he said he was in Ethiopia, flew to had a layover in China, caught it when he was in China for two hours, and then had to be quarantined for two weeks. Gosh, this oh, guy wow. went from Ethiopia to China. Was was he on like the uh, the, the pandemic? You know, I have no idea. There, like, I have no <laughs> did idea. he have a said. whip and a fedora? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> no, like he did not. let's go to all the places in the world yeah. that are infected with things, and let's you know. Yeah. Uh, we're on. Our, we're gonna. We had a layover in Haiti on the way home. Like, what's going on? Uh, yeah, it's crazy though, man. We're yeah. ju- we're gonna swing by Brazil, try to pick up a little Zika. Took a trip then, down the West Nile. That's right. I'm just going for whatever I can. If we can, it's like he's playing. He's playing a you know infection bingo. bingo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a that's uh, a bingo. Malaria too. Got it. Bingo. You know. So, uh, but it it is. It's nuts malaria. out there. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> I've never laughed at malaria before. No, nobody's laughed. <laughs> Nobody laughs at the yellow fever, sir. It's not. Uh, it's not a joke. But but it is. It is. It's spreading all over the place. It's crazy. So I was just. Uh, I was just traveling. You know, mm-hmm. I did, did a little light voluntary traveling. I went up to um, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yes, that's right. Did. I did. I went to Tennessee. I got to see. I was born in Tennessee. I was born there. I went to Tennessee <laughs> uh, for a youth convention. You're talking. Thousands, thousands, and thousands, Tens of, thousands. Of, of teenagers. I think they said about 15,000 people were going to wow. be a president of this event. It's a big event. So, 10 of uh, thousands. Literally <laughs> the largest denominational event, even larger than our like General Assembly. Like, this is the largest yeah. people wise event. Uh, and we were going up there, our Florida State Youth Board, the, the ones who lead from a state perspective for our denomination, I get to serve on that board. We went up there as a team. We were going to be working the event and serving and leading and involved in meetings. Um, so after a tremendous amount of hurdles, which is a story from another time, uh, we, uh, we ended up getting up to Tennessee, uh, got in our rental car, and 15 minutes after we got in our rental car, early on Thursday morning, the event started on Friday, uh, we got a call that said they just canceled Winterfest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That the University of Tennessee, which is where they were hosting it, there yeah. uh, in, in the arena, canceled all of their events. They, we, we, we were. I, I actually didn't believe the call when I got it. Mm-hmm. I thought right. this is a joke. Somebody's messing with me. Whatever. Yeah. So my wife and I went to Cracker Barrel because when God you're, bless. I, I feel like going to Cracker Barrel in Tennessee. I had Cracker Barrel the other day. Is, but, but Cracker Barrel in Tennessee is the purest version of it, Cracker Barrel. It's, it's like where, it's, it's it like having New York style pizza. In New York, you yeah. know, I don't know if it's where it started, but it feels like a very Tennessee place, right? Yeah. Like it feels like Tennessee Cracker Barrel, and it just goes yeah. hand in. I hand. love their chicken and dumplings. Yeah, Cracker everything at Cracker Barrel is majestic. It's wonderful. So we're in Cracker Barrel, and the the, the family there's a, a a a couple and an older lady that are at the the table next to us, and she gets a phone call, and uh, she I heard her talking, and she's like, "Man, monster truck, Winterfest, all that." Okay, hangs up her phone. <laughs> she said they canceled. Monster trucks. They canceled Winterfest. They canceled this. And I said, "Excuse me, ma'am. Um, I don't mean to be eavesdropping, but what what's happening?" And she said, "Well, we work at the arena, and we work in concessions, and they just let us know that they canceled these events. The arena has canceled all events." And I'm like, "Well, crap in a hat. This is really they really did cancel Winterfest." I know with the monster trucks at Winterfest. So excited. <laughs> well, yeah. Separate events, but one they, event. <laughs> that's right. We're a bunch of teenagers and monster trucks and Carrie Job. I want to see Carrie Job in a monster truck. No. Oh my gosh, it's a Carrie Job monster truck. <laughs> Carrie Job versus Preston Centulo versus Reggie Dabbs in a monster oh truck gosh. versus Gravedigger. Grave that's what I want to see. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the University of Tennessee. Carrie Job in Gravedigger. You know, canceled. That's, <laughs> that's what I want to say. Cancel. So, so. 
I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, so no, you texted me, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, there were literally youth groups in their vans driving from across mm-hmm. the country to this event. They were en route when when they wow. got the message. And our denomination, our president of our denomination, had just put out an email saying, "We're not going to cancel Winterfest." But the University of Tennessee said, "You know, hold my root beer." <laughs> we're going to cancel. And they did. They ended up canceling the event. It was it, which was it was crazy. It was madness. Mm-hmm. So we had to spend a couple days in the mountain because our plane wasn't for like four days. Yeah. So we ended up getting going down, and I had to like drive to the Atlanta airport. Now, I'm freaked out about this because, A, Atlanta is where the CDC is, right? So I figure if there's going to be anywhere that's going to have just, you know, somebody's going to drop a Petri dish somewhere, and the next thing you know, we're all, you know, going to be zombified with coronavirus. And then, of course, that's where The Walking Dead starts out, right? So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm driving into, we're driving into Atlanta at like 6.30 in the morning, and the road is all abandoned. I'm going, I have seen this shot before. (laughs) I've seen, I have seen this image. It's not a very good one. So, uh, you know, we're, there we are in the Atlanta airport, and everybody is just looking around at each other like all of, like one of us is the bomb. Like if someone coughs. Somebody, right. Exactly, yeah. Dagger exactly. eyes. Like, it's allergies. And people were wearing, like, full-on, when I talk about face masks, you have seen people wearing these paper masks, right? Yeah. yeah. No, no, these people were wearing full-on, like, respirator face masks. You look also, like I was in a game of Fortnite. It was crazy. Wow. A guy came into my store the other day wearing a legitimate gas mask. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was like, people were seriously wearing, like, breathing, like, breathing apparatus. Y'all realize it's not, it, it's doesn't transfer that way. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't go through your well, eyes. I think at that point it had not yet been discovered that it did. There's before they had more. This details. was yesterday, Stephen. Oh, then oh, yeah, no, I was like, this it's was, been, it's been was, known for a while. This was like 25 hours ago. The last, the last day feels like two weeks for me. And that's the thing. So much has changed. Like, so, so we we had church here on Sunday morning uh, in Orlando. We I was in Tennessee, but our church had church. We, we made it kind of voluntary. We let people know, look, we're going to be having church. We understand if you can't be here, uh, and and we were at a, just a little over half of our normal occupancy, which is not terrible, but boy, I saw the pictures of it and it looked, it looked empty. Yeah. It looked mm-hmm. ghost town. Uh, but, you know, that, that being what it, what it is, uh, one day goes by and it's like, yep, can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have, they have changed it from we need to have groups of, any, any group more than 250 is, is a no-no. Yeah. And then it dropped down to any group more than 25 and now it's it, like any groups of 10 is a yeah. no-no. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's crazy how much it, like everything keeps changing mm-hmm. so fast. Yeah. And I'm sitting there in Atlanta. Now people had told me while I was in Tennessee they're like, well you know that the president is going to make a, a statement today stopping uh, all domestic flights. And I'm going, well, what the crap? Well, how am I going to get home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how? Am- There's a wonderful couple of youth pastors from, uh, they live in Newberry outside of Gainesville, a couple hours from here. And they're like, well, we're driving back. And if you need to, you can ride back with us. I'm like, well, how the crap am I going to go home from Gainesville? And they're like, we'll take you home. So I was like, oh, oh. so, so really shout nice. out to Scott and Nikki Campbell, the best people alive. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the Campbells. Love those guys. But, um, but yeah, so, so it was like, man, like what happens if they stop the flights? You know, what, what's going on with this? We have a, uh, we have a friend, uh, who is in Europe right now. She's in, in Germany, and she was outside of Germany. She, mm-hmm. The people that she's staying with are in Germany. She was in Poland, and they closed the borders. Yeah. They're like, you got till midnight. We're gonna, you're going to close the border, and then you're, you're stuck. And she don't she, she holds speak does not speak the language and holds no currency, mm-hmm. and she's got to get back to Germany with a swiftness. So she is uh, she was keeping me updated on this. She was bribing people to drive her, like bribing taxis, like trying to like beg them and, and get them to drive her to the border. And it was when she she texted me, it was like nine thirty at night, and she's like, they're closing the border at midnight, and I've got about. 
I, it's going to take me time to get across here. Like, I, I'm going to have to sneak into Germany. Like, crazy stuff. Wow. wow. Yeah, dude, like, that's the world we live in right now. Like, that's a, that's something, like, out of the Cold War, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who sneaks into Germany? <laughs> who sneaks <laughs> into Germany anyway? People who really like Wiener Schnitzel, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, no, it's just crazy. Like, the, this is stuff. And we have we have other friends that are in, in, in European countries. Mm-hmm. One of Steven's friends growing up is in Italy right now. Yeah. We, uh, Chris and Ellen, who are on our show just a few episodes ago. Yeah, they're in France. They're in France mm-hmm. right now, and they're having to, like, escape Paris. Well, they're quarantined right now. Right now. They had to get oh, in. Yeah. They had to get into the countryside, and yeah. it's like this is real life for folks, man. People mm-hmm. are stuck. People are stranded, and it's scary. That's scary. Yeah, I was going to be stuck in Tennessee, and I was scared. And they have a Target there. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> you know, like I could have been okay in Tennessee. I got, I got a Cracker Barrel. It's like my embassy, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, but this is the world we live in, and things have changed yeah. quick. And who yeah. knows what's coming tomorrow? I mean, this this podcast won't be out for a week mm-hmm. from the time we record it. God only knows. Yeah, yeah this could yeah. be wet. wet old news not like the the everything but like the limits that we're talking about right now could be right. like oh that was nice a week ago yeah a week yeah. ago was, oh my goodness you guys oh, no you, limits of more than two people remember when you didn't have to be in the house before 5 p.m remember that like remember yeah, yeah and it's, uh, there's there's cities in the u.s right now have They're you guys read san francisco, yep. is, san francisco is is on is on i think quarantine for I think 24 Seattle hours as well. and, uh, 24 hour I curfew 24 hour curfew for like two weeks right mm-hmm. yeah I think, and, so. I think new york city all all of the shops every everything except for i think grocery stores and hospitals has clo- have to ha- are like mandatorily closed down. So I know that yeah. right now, like from a church perspective, we're we're not allowed to do hospital visitations right now because unless you are the patient or whatever, you can't mm-hmm. just you can't go in yeah, and out of the hospital. hospitals. Yeah. Are just yeah. overwhelmed, right? And then well, they're they're changing the rules with restaurants now too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, uh, restaurants are are shut down. Restaurants and bars are shut down for thirty days. I think unless it's St. Patrick's Day right now, the bars are shut down. How yeah, do your how do your well. people feel about this, Jackie? <laughs> I don't know. How do they feel? I, I saw something funny today. Uh, it was said in Boston, uh, Tom Brady left the Patriots. All the Boston fans are stuck at home, and all the bars are closed on St. Patty's Day. They're having a terrible time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a terrible time if you're an Irish New Englander. <laughs> but um, Which is I wonder, I mean, almost all of them. I don't, I don't consume alcohol, but I wonder what, the, um, what they're going to do with all that green beer. <laughs> I don't know. It'll keep. It's fine. <laughs> if it goes bad, no one will know. Yeah. Yeah. Is it going to ferment point. more? Like, <laughs> what's going to happen? I don't know what the shelf life is on yeah. the on the green ale. Yeah. But I think I think you can still do drive through like fast food. Yeah, Chick Fil A res- closed their restaurant. Like their dining. Their dining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah or or anything. Like Taco Bell said they're going to keep their drive throughs open, but they're closing their dining. Like I don't know why I saw a press from the president of Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of online Steven, ordering. Steven's a subscriber. But I'm not. I don't know how I saw it. But Chipotle partnered with Postmates to do free delivery yeah, for so like I the next month. If you can, they can do delivery, or if they can do like a drive-through. Yeah, like a pickup. They, they'll they'll allow that, but no dining in restaurants. And yeah. like even I think, uh, like DoorDash and like Uber Eats. Because uh, I I have done Uber Eats before, like as a driver, and they're they sent an email saying, oh yeah, by the way, it is now a no contact delivery. You're supposed to drop the food off and then let them know that you've dropped it off and they'll pick it up. Oh it is wow! An, it is an introvert's paradise. <laughs> maybe maybe this is like everyone's the boy in the bubble now. This is what everybody thought was going to happen when people when Grubhub and stuff like that started happening. People were just going to stay at home and not go out to restaurants, and now we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> and, and you know, like the last time I remember there were there being a story like this in our country. The last time I remember like nobody knowing what was going on and things were actually changing and shifting around like this was 9-11. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, going, oh, yeah. we're going back like 18 years. Years, yeah. but, but there's never been anything like this. Yeah. Disney I, shut down, guys. Yeah. Jackie. Yeah. Disney. What yeah. is the, what in the, the world? 
it's it's so weird because like I, I work two jobs so I'm full time at Disney and I work at Lush as well in the Florida Mall when I was working my shift at Lush, Lush is a uh, it, it, bath body okay. natural skin care just so people don't think that I'm making a, a segue from that earlier you know Irish drunkard conversation oh. <laughs> <laughs> no no it's uh it's it's you'll smell good okay um, <laughs> bath bomb boom. bath bombs. Um, so I was literally like working my shift that day. I was closing with my shop manager and she was chatting with me about like, oh, did you hear like Disneyland's going to be closing? I'm like, yeah, I heard. She's like, do you think it's going to happen with Disney World? I'm like, maybe not for a while. Like, but I don't know. Literally like two hours after we had that conversation, my phone started blowing up. I had it in my apron and I kid you not, I had about 50 notifications when I was finally able to go back and check it from all my work chats and whatnot of people freaking out because... Disney World will be shutting down effective Sunday. Disney World. Now, now for, for other people that are familiar with whatever your local theme park is, most theme parks around the country and maybe even around the world are seasonal. Yeah. They're open when the parks are open and then when the tourists go away. Tourists never go away yep. here in Orlando. Yep. We are the number one vacation destination on the planet. Yep. Yes. And we Disney World is open 365 days a year. They yes. do not close mm-hmm. ever. And now they're closed for two and weeks. Yeah. At least two weeks. At least, yeah. So we don't know what's going to happen. We just kind of have to see where everything goes for now. Um, I'm very thankful and blessed uh, to work for a company that is going to continue to pay its cast while cool. we are closed. Um, we have a union which really fights for us and does all those wonderful things. So I know I'm going to be taken care of for at least the next two weeks. But it's weird. Like I've been, I've been checking. We have. It's a good a, thing you have 17 jobs, right? Yeah. <laughs> But even Lush is going to be closed now. I got an email Saturday night saying, hey, we're not going to open shops anymore for the rest of the month. But Lush is also going to be paying us, so that's good, too. So I have two companies that are, like, looking out for their employees, which is awesome. And, you know, that's pretty pretty exciting to me when you start seeing people kind of really banding together to look out for people. But they have to. I mean, if they don't, I mean, could you imagine the PR nightmare? If Disney didn't do it. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, like, Disney, like, it's insane how how like even Disney Springs is closing down. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was mean, supposed it, to work Disney Springs today. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I I get it because it's all just it's a precautionary and preventative uh, move. Like Disney World, where like hundreds of thousands of people are there, you yeah. know, a week daily. You know, yeah, if you're if you're looking at the Dustin Hoffman outbreak map, like the red starts in Disney World and then spreads yeah. out from yep. there. So if 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 there was ever going to be one gathering of people that was going to have the biggest spread, it would be at Disney. So like, yeah. I get why they would shut down. I get why, like, all of this is hopefully to to slow it down, to stop it, to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and flatten yeah. out the curve. Explain to explain what the flatten out the curve thing is, Nick. So, whenever you have an outbreak like this, what you don't want is a spike of cases where there's a a bunch of people at the hospital mm-hmm. right and we and the hospital physically can't take care of you know the yeah. amount of people coming into the hospital exactly but if what happened flatten in out, yeah so if you flatten out that curve there's the same amount of cases just spread out over time mm-hmm. so the amount of so the hospital can handle all those cases right. yeah. yeah and that's that's what we're trying to do i mean and there's a level of responsibility that everybody has in in doing that but we got to we got to stem the tide on this thing somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And now I think that people are like reacting like every single thing is the the where, where the nightmare comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
you know, schools. Yeah. You put a bunch of kids in a in a place together, something's going to get yeah. spread around, right? And even if it doesn't, and even if it doesn't really affect the the kids all well, that much, they're going to be carriers. But we don't yeah. know that it doesn't affect kids all that much. That's the thing about this virus. And the last thing you want to do is have it running around uncontrolled so it can mutate. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what viruses do. They mutate, and then mm-hmm. you get you get one kid that all of a sudden he gets you know COVID nineteen point one, and then now, next thing you know is now it's airborne, and we're all just turning into Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like anything can happen with this. And yeah, they want to slow it down so they can kind of get get a, 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 a seal on it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that kind of ruined. So I had I had uh, tickets to WrestleMania this year, and that got canceled, and that's huge revenue, like yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Well, I mean, they're just going to do it inside, with, which is going to be weird. I don't know how that no would be with no That's audience. That's really weird. Yeah, it, it makes me think on a, of the, the match they did. I think it was during the Super Bowl uh, when it was The Rock versus Mankind yeah. when they had the empty arena match. Yeah. And that was weird. But it's going to be the whole WrestleMania. But think about how many people, and this is a serious thing, come from around the world for WrestleMania, mm-hmm. yeah. buy those tickets to WrestleMania. And then so so one event after the next, um, I, I, I've got a buddy named, named Tom. He runs uh, Wasabi anime and he does conferences and conventions all over all over the world really and i asked him the other day i said hey what do you think about uh you know megacon and all these different events that are coming up and and he's like you know it's a 50 50 chance on some of these things but then he said he went ahead and sent me a list of all of the north north american only nerd-based events that have been canceled and postponed and we have the all overwatch league events have been canceled south by southwest all con uh dallas uh, Emerald City Comic Con, Train Jam, Brown Coat Way Station, Costume Con, Kigacon, Maticon, Monster Mania Con, Nakacon, Northeast Comic Con, and this list just goes on and E3. on and on and on and on. Oh. Um, yeah. These are huge, huge events. Some of them yeah. are not huge, huge events, but but uh, we're talking. You think about the revenue that's lost yeah. from these things. Yeah. yeah. And when you look at, at Megacon, or excuse me, when you look at WrestleMania. Those ticket sales, mm-hmm. the special events, the the fan events, all the different things like that that happen. The other promotions that come to Tampa for that. And think yeah. about the economy, the local economy that's yeah. dependent mm-hmm. upon yeah. all those things. Even yeah, that's what. Um, that's what wears me the most. Yeah, that's what. Like I was talking to Brittany the other day, and she said, "I'm not really scared of the virus. I'm scared of like what this could do to the economy." That's what. Like I was, if yeah. the United States and everything shuts down for like three months, I could devastate the economy a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's there was talk today about well, we're gonna. Uh, some people get a, a strong sense of entitlement. Um, there was a, a news story today that was like, well, uh, the president is considering um, sending a thousand dollar stimulus to every American. And somebody reposted it. They're like, considering like they, they need to do this right now. Honestly, that sounds great. But what, how far is a thousand dollars going to carry anybody really? I mean, it's, yeah. it's helpful, but when you're looking at, Six weeks, uh, you know, eight weeks, ten weeks, who knows how long yeah. without a sustainable income, with all these things. Most people do, I would say, more people than should live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um, and even then, they're tight. Mm-hmm. So this, this could be a really, really tough thing. Yeah. So what is the church's role in all this? This is something that would like we have to consider as believers. We go back to Acts chapter 2. We go back to the original incarnation of the church. Mm-hmm. What do you see, like... When we we put all of our things in and we share all things in common, uh, you know, think about that. What should we do when we see people hurting like this? How can we help? What should be our reaction as believers in a community of faith committed to caring to each other? I mean, the the word community is what stands out to me because I think back to the Acts Church and how everyone shared everything and and helped each other and built each other up and no one was without. Yeah. 
Um, so banding together in that sense and being that comfort and that light and that cornerstone in the communities to be able to help others out. Yeah. So what does that look like in this situation? Well, it's kind of tough to do that if there's like a lockdown or... <laughs> I will help you out by not breathing on you. <laughs> like, but I mean, but it's like the opposite has been happening at like grocery stores and stuff where like mm-hmm. people have been hoarding all this stuff. Maybe the op- maybe the way the church could show that is by like giving stuff away. Like, so uh, let me tell you what happened at the grocery store. I'm not proud of this. Okay, this is this is the reality of the situation. But there's a, le- a light level of confession that's about to happen here. Did you so so walk me through this. Um the so yesterday I got off a plane. I've been away from my home for like five days. Yeah. While all this crazy crap is happening, my home sat unattended, and I'm watching these news stories about people emptying out grocery stores, just wiping these things out. Mm-hmm. And I'm far from home. I can't do anything. I'm limited by the number of carry-ons that I can bring back, so I can't even like go buy toilet paper in Tennessee or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do I want toilet paper? I know that this is not a toilet paper thing, but I need toilet paper because eventually I'm going to have to make a two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's not any toilet paper left at the store because, you know, Harry Hoarder over there has just bought 97 mega rolls. So uh, I, I felt like a little, well, helpless. And uh, what, what, there, what if there's no food left? What if, what, how am I going to take care of this? My son posted a picture. He did not come with us. He posted a picture on Instagram of himself in a store with like toilet paper rolls behind him. I'm like, did you get any? And he's like, I didn't know we needed any. I'm like, we always need toilet paper. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I, rule number two. I, I, yes, I have a, a toilet paper phobia in real life. Like if, if we get down to like the last case of toilet paper in my house, uh, my wife and I are going to have a problem. Because mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be in, like, we should have never gotten that close to the end of the toilet paper roll. Um, <laughs> like, I, I just, I, I have this phobia of that. So it, it, this just leaned on my anxiety to begin with. So I, I get home, I go and I, I wash all the Atlanta off of me, <laughs> change clothes, and I hadn't eaten all day. We stopped at a drive through in Atlanta on the way to the airport, and they only gave us one breakfast. We were already on the highway by the time we realized it, so I let my wife eat it. And then we got to the Atlanta airport, and they had they had some restaurants in the airport terminal. Sheena got some chicken from Popeyes, which I, I guess eating Popeyes in Atlanta is kind of like eating Cracker Barrel in Tennessee, right? I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's a Louisiana kitchen, it's but a it's, Louisiana kitchen. But it matters but not. South. If it's you would have seen those Atlanta natives tearing into that fried chicken, you would have you'd have felt you like eat it was Chick-fil-A in Atlanta. The point is this: the the point is this. I didn't want to eat. Food. I didn't want to put anything in my mouth yeah. hole mm-hmm. in an air, in an airport yeah. terminal just yeah. to be safe. The the cesspool of humanity that was there. So I, when I got home, I was very very hungry. So I went to go get a sub from Publix. Mm. And when I went in to get my Publix sub, I saw the masses of humanity mm-hmm. moving through with their carts and just going full on supermarket sweep in there. Wow! I saw the sign saying limited quantities of these things. You yep. can only get so many different things. I saw the empty shelves, and something in me panicked Mm -hmm. and I said to my son get a cart it was just Christian and I I said get a cart and we went up and down every aisle in that grocery store and I filled my cart up like you would not believe I bought things that I've never even bought in a grocery store I'm like of course we need canned carrots right now like why wouldn't we I bought all all kinds of stuff finally I I, before we paid I I called Sheena I said I just I think I've made a huge mistake here like I think I, I I went a little out of control Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, just leave the cart. And I'm like, I can't just leave the cart. This cart is full to overflow right now, like top and bottom. Mm-hmm. It is full to where I couldn't put another thing in it. And um, I paid for all my groceries. 
and it was the the largest amount I've ever paid for groceries in my life. Yeah. In my life. Yeah. Uh, and and I got home with those groceries. She was so mad at me. Mm-hmm. She was so like, "Why would you do this? Why would you go to the grocery store without a plan?" I like, I don't know. I got anxious. She like, is very plan oriented. She with is. These things. And I I did. I fear gripped me. Like mm-hmm. I literally went. In, like I was sweating, and I went into I went into panic mode. That's it, like that's like buying hungry. Yeah. This was worse than buying hungry. Yeah. This was like buying like 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 in an absolute state of anxiety of if I don't get this, there won't be more. If they had a sign on there that said limit two per person, I got two of them, whether I needed it or not. Not not to make light of the situation, this just reminds me. There's an episode of King of the Hill when everyone was worrying about Y2K, and they go into a gro- to Megalomart, and everybody's freaking out and clearing the shelves. And this guy walks up to uh, Hank and Bobby cart full of toilet paper and he says they're running a uh you know a uh, special on uh, you know megalo two ply you might want to go get it and bobby's like dad i don't know why that man had all that toilet paper but i'm uneasy about it so all he wants is toilet paper like for christmas all i want is toilet paper <laughs> and which is very timely right now uh but it was like i like remember that episode everyone's freaking out of why now granted y2k is completely different than an actual pandemic but it's the same like mentality. You you you, you don't maybe remember Y two K like what like I do because people I was nobody nine. knew what was going to happen. We thought at, at midnight planes were going to come falling out of the sky yeah. like I mean, that. We that was yeah. a, that was a legitimate. That, uh, hey, with coronavirus, we kind of have an idea of what getting sick looks like. We have an idea of kind of you know we've seen these things in movies. Y two K could have been anything. True. I mean, the whole world could have split itself in half and turned inside out. We had yeah. no idea. <laughs> but so so I loaded up my cart and now we have. Can Hormel, can Hormel chili for the next however long, hmm. uh, but Stephen, you work at a at a grocery store for lack of a better term. I heard that you guys are going nuts over there. Oh, it's insane! <laughs> it's been like since Friday. It's been crazy. Uh, thankfully, uh, my store, which is like it's like a meat market and a produce store, like we don't sell actual groceries, just meat and produce. Uh, We've one of the only few places that still have meat and produce that hasn't been cleaned off the shelves. The only place. Uh, yeah. What you say, one of the only places. Like, nobody has anything. Yeah, yeah. and it's been, like, we, we've we changed our hours to open from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., and then we're taking turn, we're closing the store for two hours to restock and to sanitize the store, and then opening from 3 to 6. At 9 a.m., there's a line around the store for people waiting an hour to get, yep. and it's been like that that's for five man. days, and yep. we have no idea when that's going to end. That's yeah. crazy. It's it is crazy, and th- this is the thing: like we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and it's sometimes it's the not knowing that's that can the be the scariest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we are uh, we're actually fortunate right now in the middle of this global pandemic to have uh, someone that's in the field right now in the middle of all these things happening. He was on our episode just a few weeks ago uh, about it traveling the world. But uh, would you please welcome back Chris Horton? Chris, you're on the Nerd of Godcast. Hello, good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, you're you're sort of our man in the field there. Uh, tell us where you are right now. So right now we're in Normandy, France. Normandy is known for its uh, role in, in you know the World War II invasion, but yeah, we're in the countryside, very rural, lots of cows, lots of pasture, they're known for cheese, milk, and cider, so there's just a whole lot of greenery here. Nice. <laughs> even even in this moment of, uh, of, of uncertainty, you're still selling us on the tourism aspect of your world adventures. I mean, it, it's still a great place to be. <laughs> <laughs> if you got to be quarantined somewhere. Be quarantined in Normandy. I'm going to Europe. <laughs> so so what, what's, what's going on over there? What's it look like in, in Europe right now? 
I mean, so we actually, we, I have a French friend here, and he's told me that we are actually in the best place possible while this whole thing is happening. Why? Um, first of all, first of all, we are in Paris, and that's the worst place to be. Actually, as of uh, <laughs> yesterday, the French president came on the air, and he said that the nation at 12 o'clock today, which being, you know, already passed, that the, the country of France is going on lockdown as far as if you are outside. It's worse than curfew. If you are outside for any reason, you need to have a pass that says why you're outside. Are you walking your dog? Are you going for an emergency? Are you going for exercise? Are you going to get groceries? You need to have a reason for being out. Otherwise, you can get fined 38 euros or if it's a repeat offense, it doubles and doubles and doubles. I think wow. up to 200 Years, something, something like that, but wow. like you need to have a reason for being out. So is that in, in Paris alone or in the entire country? Well, in, in the, it's the entire country. So when he announced that last night, uh, being something that's going to take effect about 12 hours from when he made the speech, there was a mass exodus of people from Paris into the countryside to places like Normandy. I mean, I haven't seen them because the houses are so far apart here, but like there's, there we've kind of got ahead of the curve where we already kind of made the exodus into the countryside a week mm-hmm. before they did. Wow. You're, you're really, you're living history right now. I mean, this is, this is something that people are going to learn about one day in their classes. Yeah. I, I absolutely believe so. And I got the the most iconic French response from our Parisian friend about these rules. He said, it's a quote, typical French red tape in the sense that uh, you can issue yourself one of these authorizations to leave the house and you just take a box saying, I'm out for exercise, for walking my dog, and you write the pass yourself. It could be on a piece of paper, it could be a printed thing from the government, but you basically could just take a piece of paper, write on the on the thing what your name is, what the date is, and your reason for being out. And if that's in your pocket, you're, you're fine. <laughs> and, and, and so he actually, he, so he told us, he told us, um, so I'm going to write myself a pass later this week to go get a baguette. Like that's the most typical French response I've ever heard in my life. I love it. <laughs> I would like to write a, a pass to get a baguette. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's crazy. So you can't leave, can you? Mm, well, so the order from Trump at, at the very beginning was that there was going to be no entrance from from Europe into the thing, but that was misleading because actually Americans can come back into the country uh, if they are residents there. They just have to go through one of eleven airports. So we need to come back into – and I also come back into JFK as it was. So we can come back. The problem is the lines to get back are about – sometimes they're 10 hours long to wow. come into customs. Wow. And yeah. if, we didn't have, if we didn't have coronavirus before, we definitely would have coronavirus sit waiting for yeah. 10 hours with thousands of people from who knows where. Yeah, for real. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So what, what are you going to do? Right, What's your plan? So we are staying here looking after some pets, uh, house-sitting, and the couple we're, we're house-sitting for, they're in their 80s, so they're in a high-risk category, so they're in Dubai right now visiting their, their grandkids, and we, we told them, listen, <laughs> there's no way it is safe for you to get on a plane right now, so it'd be best, I mean, in our opinion, if you guys wanted to stay there, we'd cancel our trip to, to Amsterdam and Prague, we're going we're gonna to stay here as long as you need us. So they said, that's great. Thank you so much. So they're going to stay in Dubai probably a bit longer. Our original flight out was April 7th. Um, and we've been here since uh, the beginning of March, I think. Yes. Yeah, the beginning of March. And, yeah, so it's we're here until at least April 7th. But if things don't clear out until 
you know, June, July, we might be there until then. So we have no plans. Our visa is up in three months. And that's our, that's our biggest, our biggest, you know, hard stop. That's yeah. crazy. So, so for you, you really do have the best case scenario here. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, uh, as of today, France is doing testing on um, the coronavirus, and there's a a uh, some kind of medication they're working on now that is a similar treatment for malaria. But like France is kind of leading the way, taking the hand of China. That's kind of giving them more information. Oh, but right. then, uh, France and China are kind of leading the way. They've actually, as of today, announced that they're giving a clinical drug to these patients, and 75% of them actually recover after taking this medication that French is putting out. Wow. And it's actually really cheap and easy to make. So that gives a lot of hope. Well, that's, that's great news. That's good. That is good. So so right now you're, for lack of a better term, hunkered down in a beautiful home in the countryside of France. <laughs> Surrounded by cows, which <laughs> are food. Waiting, and you have pets. And you're waiting this thing out, but, uh, but no urgency, no emergency. Uh, you, you just had to miss a little bit of time in Amsterdam. But for the most part, you guys are okay and you're good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the weirdest thing we have to do is just, like, ride ourselves past to go walk the dog. That's so funny. We were at the grocery store yesterday, and it was before the whole President Macron announcement. So, But even then, like, the grocery store, I mean, there was, they were out of toilet paper, of course. But there was some aisle, like, the pasta, for some reason, was cleared out. No pasta. The you baguette, completely gone. But there's still plenty of wine. There's plenty of cheese, plenty of milk. So there's plenty of everything else. The Lions, there's, like, 13 cash registries open. This is they were completely full, and each line had like six or seven people deep, full of shopping carts. So wow. it was a bit of a mess, but you know nothing too crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, when you get back, we'll compare notes with how things are at Publix these days, and we'll see. <laughs> uh, oh boy. <laughs> well, man, we're gonna is keep it that bad. It, it, you know, it's pretty, it, pretty only empty. only if you want bread or eggs, you know. So, um, well, <laughs> well, we, we have we have three chickens here, and and they each lay an egg for us. We have at least three eggs a day. And if things get bad, there's four sheep here. So, <laughs> <laughs> And you got, you know, as long as you have the, uh, the, the cheese and the, the, the milk and the wine, you guys will be in good shape. I'm sure. So, uh, well, Where's we, we, we love you. Give our best to Ellen. Please stay safe and, uh, stay in touch, man. If things go get crazy over there. All right, brother. We'll do. We'll let you know. We love you. Chris Horton, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Take man. care. Love you. So that's what it's like on the other side, man. Yeah, you know it sounds actually like he's living got a pretty good, dream. pretty good thing going on. Uh, yeah. Access to living animals that can feed him. Walking out the coronavirus. The uh, the only thing is location, location, location. But, it's uh, it's really funny to me that he brought up the pasta thing because like I keep thinking as a Floridian that this is like wow, this is what a hurricane would be like if we were able to keep power because there's so many more food <laughs> options now. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we can cook all of these extra things. We don't have to just live on cans and. Cans. This yeah. is what a hurricane would be like if Floridians actually cared about hurricanes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, this is, but this, you know, this is a serious thing. You know, my, my dad is, uh, my dad's 82 years old mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and he's had some, like, I, I've been trying to call him. I'll be honest with you guys. It's my, my heart is really, uh, really heavy here. Um, I, I've been trying to call him the past couple of days and he has not answered his phone, which is completely, uh, completely unlike him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, I talk to my dad every, every couple of days just yeah. be, to check in with him and stuff like that. And, um, he's not answering. So I had to like find someone else that was around him, phone number, whatever. And, uh, it, and, and it turns out, man, he's been in bed and he's got some kind of respiratory thing going on and it's really scary. And he, ha- I haven't talked to him. He won't, you know, he won't answer the phone. So, 
um, I don't know what's going on, man. And it's like, it's scary. Yeah. You know, because whatever's going on, dude, like this affects people. Yeah. It affects people. And, and you know, sometimes we live in the bubble where we just share the memes and we laugh about it because it's the thing that's going on and we can all kind of relate to it from the sidelines. But man, there really are real people that are hurting because of this, yeah. that are losing loved ones because of this, uh, that are going through financial reversal because of this, that yeah. are dealing with a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of anxiety because of this. And if it's us, um, you know, just kind of sitting on the sideline watching it happen, it's easy to feel removed from it. But, you know, God knows what's happening with those people. God sees what's happening with, with those people. And mm-hmm. and that's that's hard, yeah. you know. And, and I, I don't want to be insensitive. I mean, on the, even on this show, we've kind of made flippant jokes over the past couple episodes of, oh, you get the Wu-Tang virus, you know, things like that. But, man, people are really hurting right now, yeah. you know, and, and people are, are afraid. And are they going to be okay? I think they are. You know, like we talked about what is, what's the church's responsibility and all this, you know, to, we have a food pantry at our church. Mm-hmm. So many people will call churches and they'll say, um, you know, Hey, we need help with this. We need help with that. We decided as a ministry that we were going to find one thing that would make the biggest impact in our community. Uh, and, and it wouldn't be like helping people necessarily with their rent or helping people with utility bills or whatever the thing might be. We thought people that need food, we want to be able to help them. So we partnered with a group called Second Harvest Food Bank, and we run a food pantry out of our church. And we feed hundreds, hundreds of families every week. They don't have anything to do with our church. They don't have to come in here and pay for anything. We we just want to make sure that no child in our community is hungry because they don't have to be. And um, they will come into what is our fellowship hall, which is set up as our food pantry, and they'll, they'll line up and they'll come in there and they'll sit in there. And, and you can have up to, you know, 50, 60, 80 people in there at one time waiting. We can't have that anymore. And we began, like, we were stressing, well, what are we going to do? Because these people aren't going to be not hungry, especially yeah. now that, yeah. that normal people can't get groceries, you know? Yeah. People that ordinarily wouldn't need this kind of help, and they just can't get the food. So... Um, our guys, man, we came in today, and 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 our, our guys, our friend uh, Josh uh, and our, our youth pastor Daniel and 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 some others, they worked this whole situation out where people could do the food pantry as a drive-through, and they had the whole thing set up where they could bring the groceries out to the people oh, that's good. and take that's care cool. of that's them. Cool. Yeah, so that the, so that people didn't have to miss getting food that they depend on today. The church is going to have to innovate. Mm-hmm. The church is going to have to look at doing things that they've never done before. And I'm not just talking about having live stream services. I mean, finding out new ways to walk out our Christianity. Yeah. And maybe ways that we're not instinctively comfortable with or instinctively good at. Mm-hmm. But the, the need is still there. And now we have to figure out a new way. It's kind of, remember, remember uh, Star Trek The Next Generation when the Borg would come in and they would shoot the Borg, but then after like shooting them once or twice, the Borg would adapt yes. and they'd have to figure out a new way to do it. Yeah. I think that right now the church at large just realized that, that we have got to figure out a new way to do this thing. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out a new way to get the gospel out there. Yeah, because I mean, so much of church interaction is like intimate face to face time and now yeah. you don't have that i mean so what are we going to do yeah. how do you how do you and that's still a need mm-hmm. people still need that interaction yeah. so how do we get around it when we can't all just show up in the same place mm-hmm. and will what we do as a substitution actually be superior to what we've been doing out of habit this mm-hmm. whole time mm-hmm. will we find new ways to connect with people in small groups and mm-hmm. in a coffee shop situation and by serving side by side shoulder to shoulder you know, will we be forced to not kind of give someone just sort of the pat answer of, hey, how are you? God bless you. Have a good week and actually be a part of their lives now. Mm-hmm. 
this could be God ringing the dinner bell for his church. Mm-hmm. You know, this could be God kind of giving a little push to his people to wake up because our, our stale and well-rehearsed religion may need a little bit of a shot in the arm, mm-hmm. as it were. <sighs> Something to think about. Absolutely. Chris Horton just texted me back. He said, I forgot to mention all restaurants and non-essential businesses are closed and France is postponing rent payments oh. on these businesses oh. so they do not suffer. That's, that's There's great. talks of that happening here too. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, people are adapting. Mm-hmm. But this is what life looks like after the plague. You know what I mean? This is what life looks like when these things happen. Yeah. We're, we're all having to, to take this turn together. It's in times like this when I think back to... Was it First Timothy 7 where it says, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Mm. Um, we're, we're at a turning point as, as, a, as a world, as people on this planet Earth, and how we take these next steps is going to determine how our future is. And we don't want to take those next steps in fear. Yeah, yeah. Because really fear is the one thing that will freeze us in our tracks. Yeah, yeah. or make us crazy. Yeah. And what does the church have to be afraid of? What are we what, what are we afraid of anyway? Are we afraid of financial reversal? Are you afraid of the, the rejection of the world? Are we afraid of death? We, we don't need to be afraid of any of these things. Yeah. Because nothing, none of those things can have dominion over us. Yeah. Uh, we are provided for people. Mm-hmm. We are a healed people. We are a peculiar people. Like all of the things that this world can throw at us, the, the Lord has already prepared us for. Mm-hmm. Let us be wise. <laughs> Let's not be foolish. Let's not just throw ourselves headlong. I, I saw an article today about an evangelical preacher in uh, in Tampa. I won't use his name because uh, I'm not here to judge another man's servant. But basically he said, we're going to have church. We're not going to listen to any of these rules because God doesn't want us to be a bunch of pansies. And, mm-hmm. he, and people are putting him on blast. Yeah. And, and you know what? Maybe rightfully so. Because he, he, he might be right. Yes, we don't want to waver in our faith. We don't want to, uh, you know, live in a spirit of fear. But at the same time, we want to be respectful and responsible and wise. Yes. Like, um, I was listening, uh, Scott Higa was talking uh, on his podcast about his church. Who? Scott Higa, the <laughs> Christian nerd. Uh, he was just talking about how his church decided to do online service only. And it yeah. wasn't because they were scared, but it's like the best way for us to love our community is to be able to to practice wisdom and practice something safe and healthy. Yeah. And by sacrificing meeting together, we can still use that as a way to love somebody, like mm-hmm. loving by sacrifice. And sacrifice really is, I think, going to be the one unifying thing that we're all going to experience over the next couple of weeks and maybe months. Everybody's going to have to adjust on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know what it's going to be for the church. I don't know what it's going to be for you personally, but everybody's going to have to realize that we don't live in the world right now where we can just do everything that we want to do. We can have everything our own way. We've got to be flexible. The church isn't super good at that, but we can be. Mm-hmm. And I think that through this, God is going to end up strengthening and polishing his people mm-hmm. so that we're better prepared. And think about this. I'm not trying to be a doomsday prophet here. I'm not trying to be like some harbinger of the end times. But if we believe what the Bible says, things are going to be bad one day. They're going to be way worse than than coronavirus. Yeah. If this is how people lose their minds over a, a chest cold, Pardon my, you know, exaggeration there. What's going to happen 
in a in a world where the rapture happens? What's yeah. going to happen in a world where locusts with the faces of men are feeding on the flesh of you know like what's going to happen oh, when when, when when earthquakes level <laughs> cities and things? I mean, people are going to when the biblical when the judgments when the bowls are poured out. Boy, hoarding toilet paper is going to be the least of our worries. Think about the way that people are reacting. The church now more than ever needs to be a light and a steady hand of uh, of guiding people, of ministering to people, and loving people. So uh, we've all got a couple weeks where our worlds are going to be different. We pray in Jesus' name that this recovery would come quickly and that we can get back to the way of life that we are accustomed to. But I pray that we would never get back to a life of pure comfort mm-hmm. and uh, of, of apathy, that we would not be uh, too comfortable in, in our faith, but that we would always be just uncomfortable enough to cause us to move with it. Yeah. So for the next couple of weeks, we have students that are home from school. Yeah. Some people home from their jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, you're just working at home. <laughs> yep. He's working in his underwear. Nick's oh. like, I'm in my short pants again. <laughs> so uh, before we leave today, uh, why don't you guys give some suggestions to our Nerd of God squad about some things that they can do while they're quarantined in the house for the next couple of weeks? What would you recommend that they do to cast away the quarantine blues, to uh, be give, give us some lockdown boredom busters, you guys, while they're social distancing? I mean, because I, I've thought a lot about this, especially once we found out that Disney was going to be closing. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to have a lot of free time and I'm not used to having free time. I'm very much a busybody person, uh, picking up a new hobby, something that you can do inside. Um, I'm very crafty, so I'm like, oh, let me just learn something new in my craft, or this is plenty of time for me to work on my unfinished projects that I have going on. That's cool. I also play instruments. I can practice. Mm-hmm. Lots of practice time now. I have, I, I have two, one, one more series than the other one. If you're a Hulu subscriber, Watch Lost. It's a great show. Six seasons, 120 episodes. You can get through it in a day and a half. And if the Lord is merciful, this whole uh, quarantine will end before you get to the awful last season. <laughs> However, if you if you're able to, if you're able to to swing it, Marvel Unlimited is 9.99 for one month. Hey. If you you could even get a free month trial, I'm sure online. Take some time, read some comic books. Get get familiar with some of your story, like favorite movie stories. See what it was like in the comic books and compare and have some fun. Or read up on some of your favorite characters or find a new character that you've never heard of that you just want to know about. So that way when they make a movie, you can be the expert. You're the expert. <laughs> yeah. Check. I'm looking at you, the squirrel girl expert, when they make the squirrel girl movie. <laughs> You're the one I knew Casting I was a, Jackie Wilson. I was a fan <laughs> before it was cool. I like, uh, there's a couple that I was thinking of. Uh, First one is uh, looking for some sales online on the uh, on the video game uh, platform. Oh yeah, right now there's a lot going oh, on. Oh yeah, on the and eShop I've, and then also oh, on the, yeah. Yeah, the PlayStation I, I, Store. I snagged yeah. a couple of games on the PlayStation. What'd store. you get? I got Sonic Mania. Okay. And I got uh, Sonic Mania is really really good. Oh, I'm so pumped to play it. Sonic Mania is really real. It is a love letter to everything you loved about Sonic the Hedgehog before Sonic the Hedgehog was terrible. Yeah, so I'm pretty pumped about that. I got a couple other games like. Uh, you know, Ghostbusters, uh, the video game remastered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got I got a lot of games back catalog ready to play through in case I, my job says I'm not essential personnel. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and also uh, my mom actually because she's a teacher and she has an extra week of uh, summer or uh, spring break. Maybe an extra month. Uh, now. Maybe an extra whole month uh, is actually uh, watching all the Marvel movies. Oh, Aww. nice. So I'm watching those along with her uh, when cool. I get home from work, and maybe I'll be home from work a little bit more. We'll see. Bonding time in the net household. But yeah, so. So she, we actually just watched the Avengers. We finished phase one tonight. Super cool. Before I got here. So there's very, very nice. something to do if you've never watched or you've never watched it as a full thing. Play around with some timelines, maybe Star Wars or something like that. 
Nick, what do you think? Uh, what, what would you advise people? What would you prescribe to uh, be a boredom buster during quarantine and social distancing? No, it's not everybody's thing, but Minecraft. 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 You can you can waste some hours in Minecraft. <laughs> what's okay? So if I if, if someone's never played Minecraft before and they just load it up, what's the first thing that they should do in Minecraft? Uh, break some trees. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. You break trees, and then you you have wood, and then you can do other things. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So the world is yours, kids. Um, I, I'm a video game guy, so I think you know. There, everybody. I feel like everybody has in their back catalog games that they haven't finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Oh yeah. Just from, get, just get Skyrim. It'll yeah. Ruin, it'll, <laughs> it'll last until next year. For me, there's games that I purchased like they're on sale, and I bought them, and then I haven't even like played them yet you know so th- there's there's those ones i wish i had some you know time to actually do that kind of stuff but you know read a book find find some books that you haven't read learn some make your eyeballs do some reading if you're not normally a reader yeah i've been um, stocking up on some of those to just have some ready to go absolutely you know and and and, and i don't know that that the public library is going to be open i don't know how that's going to flesh out but get a library <laughs> card you can um i think there's a, there's an app that i have on mine called hoopla which you can rent you can check out library books digitally like mm-hmm. i can read I library books on good. my ipad that's really <laughs> yeah. cool that's a lot better than going to the library right now <laughs> touching library bring books your, that everybody else touched. you can also use your library card to use a service called canopy which is a video uh, streaming service oh. but you can only do one at a time so you like until you finish the uh, the movie you can't do the other one well wh- why would you want to have to and also we're know. talking about something like libraries like reading books but Stephen, by all means I used to get my movies from libraries dumb it yeah dumb it down and uh, and, and get it right back to the, what we need is another streaming service you guys I was just <laughs> thinking right now there's not the enough library. things to watch out there uh, yeah but you know video games are great play some video games uh, draw find out find oh, something yeah. that you can make make something so the end you can be good oh. if you don't know how to draw well you have some time Sparky you uh, too learn. I have that I have that coloring book that I got that I bought <laughs> that's right Neff as a a Justice League adult coloring book. Yeah, I do. Uh, adult coloring book referring to the complexity of the drawings, not the, uh, yeah, no not, the not the not the intensity of the drawings. Yeah, yeah no, it is, uh, it is. It is. There's a lot of shading that I didn't know existed. Yeah. I bought a forty color. Yeah. And of course, you know, not to Jesus juke anybody, but hey, spend some time in the Word. Spend yeah. some time praying yeah. for some people. Uh, if somebody comes across your mind, give them a call. Uh, look for people in your community. Honestly, this is a real deal. We can be the body of Christ like never before. If there's somebody and they're struggling right now because they've got to go back to work and they don't have anybody to help, help them watch their kids a little bit. You know, yeah. if you know an old person that's dealing with some stuff, go in and, and talk to them and love on them a little bit. You know, try to be a friend and a good neighbor. If there's something that you can do to serve someone or make someone's life better, be the hands and be the feet of Jesus. There is never a better time than in moments like this. Well, that is all the time that we have for tonight. Uh, We hope that you guys do well. Wash your hands. Uh, 20 seconds, they say. Wash your hands. That's just enough time to sing the chorus to Africa by Toto. (laughs) Uh, gonna take lots to bring me away from you. Yeah. yeah, so you guys, that's the one that I've been using. I don't want to do the happy birthday song twice. I do Africa. <laughs> uh, you can also sing the chorus to Jolene, 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 Jolene. No. I saw a meme one time of a husband talking to his wife. He's like, ran into Jolene at the grocery store. She said you left her a pretty intense voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) Changed the way that I thought about that song forever. Uh, I was just in Dollywood, by the way. I was in in Tennessee. I went to Dollywood because... How was it? Well, we didn't get to go in. So Dollywood, Dollywood has their premiere day when they open up, and it is only for pass holders. Imagine mm. a theme park that only opens up for pass holders for a day. 
Oh, That's man. pretty cool. And they have a big, you know, to do. So they were opening up for their premiere day and then they were closing down for two weeks. That was oh, like, the, no. so we went there and they're like, today's only for pass holders and we're closing down tomorrow for two weeks. So it was like, of course you are. It was the, the very next thing from, sorry folks, parks closed, moose out front should have told you. So, uh, so <laughs> we, but everybody loves Dolly. Don't you dare say one bad thing about Dolly. Uh, uh, but anyway, we while we were up there, we had a good time. We got to drive through Cleveland, Tennessee, and uh, say hello to Ryan Felton from City on a Hill. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, really nice to meet him. Turns out we actually have a lot of common friends. It's really weird, right? Yeah. I was talking to our Florida State Youth Director and telling him, "Yeah, I'm going to drive down to Cleveland. I'm going to, you know, go meet up with this guy uh, that does a podcast down there. His name's Ryan Felton." He goes, "Oh, that's Rudy's boy." I'm like, "What?" Turns out he knows who Ryan Felton is. Isn't that crazy? Rudy. Small world. Small world indeed. (laughs) Small world. So um, (laughs) stay good. Wash your hands. uh, Don't lick any doorknobs. Don't touch your face. Find a way to love somebody. And uh, whatever you do, uh, share your toilet paper. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's enough to go around. We promise you. Uh, For the Nerd of God cast, Steve-O Supremo. I never realized how much I touched my face until I couldn't. Jackie freaking Wilson. Please don't touch your face. <laughs> the big man Quentin Gregory Neff. Touch your face as much as you want. Just don't touch my face. <laughs> <laughs> Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. Wherever she is, lovely Lady Lee's money, and I am Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. Anybody got any sanitizer? So we can't bring up like Big Dave's Toyota Emporium. Why would we do that? Because they have the Corolla virus and they're passing the savings on to you. Is that a real thing? No, but it should be. <laughs> should it though? Who's big, who's big Dave? I don't know. I made it up because I wanted to have uh, some Toyota company. and I thought Big Dave would be a Toyota Emporium. I went to someone's house the other day. <laughs> I went to someone's house the other day and um, they, they had food. They made food for us. Mm-hmm. And they um they they offered us some bread with the food, and they had that weird bread that was like Dave's fancy gourmet bread or whatever, mm. the one that has like the cartoon guy on it, it looks kind of like Gallagher. Was it the was it the the butter bread? <laughs> no, it was like the double wrap bread that was covered in all kinds of seeds and bird food and stuff. Oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. The multi yeah, grain. Because That's they nasty. said because they said that that was all they had left at the grocery oh. store. <laughs> that was the out. double bag like Dave's magic bread or something like That's that. That's weird. Dave's magic bread. It got hemp. That's hemp seeds. <laughs> Did you eat some? How'd you feel afterward? I was going to use this as part of the show, but now I'm not. Not anymore. Oh. Oh. Thanks, Neff. <laughs>